construction. Refers, refers to a building, building structure, or project that is unfinished, but actively being worked on. Contrary to how it may look right now, in spite of what it may appear like to you, regardless of the smile I put on, the delightful, compassionate, and loving dispositions I betray, behind all of that, I don't always have life figured out. I don't always have it together. I am a work in progress. I am under construction. Listen, the song is crazy. You know, I, I, I got an idea though. Make it a little crazy. You can't stop this here. You can't stop this here. Work too hard, my God. I'ma play my card. I'ma leave your atmosphere. It's so toxic. And I hear your gossip. I'ma wear they plotting. But I got no option. And I can't be stopped. I'ma keep on walking. And my power and my purpose. And that backbiting so worthless. And my faith on and it's working. I'm one of one and I'm certain that I won the battle. It's over. We did it. I'm still. I'm C. I'm Pete. No limit. Can't stop it. It's me and Corbin in the pocket. Got the plug in the socket. <gasps> they told you that you couldn't do it because you washed up. Ain't like them bad. Girl said you should get your salsa But I got this plan and you might not understand I'ma go hard as I can And I'm gonna be the boss of it and Just watch me do this, put no limits, only swag on it Walk right up to the front where I belong and brag on it Go to the top, I'ma give it all I got Might take a lot, but we ain't gonna never stop I don't believe I'm something special Can't take that from me So you can say what you want building inspector angelique and welcome back to the complex this is the under construction podcast where i talk about the things that i'm loving my perspective on what's occurring in the news the latest in the media and of course dropping those weekly gems that i pray are inspiring and can be applied in this everyday journey we call life now before we begin as always i want to let y'all know the song that you were just listening to is titled unstoppable this edition of the single is featuring Cray. The song was released by the songwriter on July 13th in 2018. Now y'all, today, 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 I'm super excited about today. God has just brought me this far with the vision that he has imprinted in me and I'm just so grateful that I have the support from all of you listeners, the feedback, um, the, the likes, comments on the podcast, comments on my Instagram page, I just thank you for your constant support. I thank you for listening. And I know that it will supersede my expectations. Now, as always, uh, I have a great topic of discussion for you all today. I just want to give you some backdrop on what God has done 
So um, I think when I told you guys we can go all the way back to phase one of the podcast when I kind of that was the welcome that was the introduction of the podcast and I kind of pretty much shared with you all how I decided to come up with the podcast or basically how God dropped the podcast on me. This is what you're going to do. This is what we're going to talk about. He gave me the blueprint on um, the titles and so I had the list of the titles in my notebook. I still write in the same notebook. And today's podcast originally was going to be titled Personal Success versus Private Success. However, I have been going through some things, I want to say probably about the past month, and feeling like something was missing as it pertained to the podcast. And if I can just be transparent with you all right now and just be honest just about the vision, as though I didn't have the desire to stop, I just felt like something was lacking. I felt like maybe I needed to research more. Maybe I need to follow more podcasts and see what they were doing. Um, Maybe I need to check my analytics. Maybe I need to go up on my content. All these different things things and what I realized and what God brought to my attention just this week was that I hadn't included him he gave me the blueprint and the crazy thing is this week and I won't even say crazy thing because nothing's crazy with God nothing is for lack of better words there there is nothing under the sun that God doesn't know we may not know but he knows and he has already walked our lives walked through our lives he knows what we're gonna do and he also knows the plan that he has for our life and I never felt stuck I just figured that with the podcast with the titles he was giving me the blueprint and I just need to go out and do the research hey you put me in the masters that's what I needed to do and that's what I was doing but I still felt like something was missing and through some of my friends and just regular conversations that had absolutely nothing to do with the podcast God just through them just used them you know dropping words like purpose and spending time with him and figuring out what your creative niche was and the gift that he has imparted in you and trying to figure out or not even trying to figure out but figuring out by speaking with him and spending time with him and spending time in his word that I will be able to see the the very instructions that he would have for me and and as it pertains to my life but just this podcast with me I'm like oh it's a podcast he gave it to me to do it's fun I enjoy doing it he wants me to talk but he really wanted me to go to him and he wants me to be the voice but he wants to be the speaker and basically you know that's why with the Harlem Renaissance and the rundown I stopped doing it the past I want to say two phases is because God was shifting some things in me it was like you know those things are cute that's nice it's attractive but that was not my original plan for you and so I was going off of my own five senses listening to other podcasts thinking that this is what was going to gravitate to the audience but I I didn't include what God wanted me to do. He gave me, as I said um, just this morning, that I don't need need to follow another Instagram influencer and I don't need to look into a brand strategist, you know, that he was my connect, that he had the word and I needed to tap into him. And I just thought that was so profound, but not to keep rambling because I can continue to ramble about it because God did so much for me this week. Um, I started my intermittent fasting and really my pastor was teaching about us being able to better hear from God. And that fasting jump started me to hearing from him and tapping into him and he just really was explosive he was on fire and I'm filled up and I'm ready now to talk about our discussion 
So our topic of discussion today, we again are in phase nine. And originally, like I said, it was going to be public success versus private success. But he had me change it to this just yesterday. Um, and it's how do you measure success? How do you measure success? There's so many of us who desire success. You always hear, I want to be successful. Um, I, I just want to be successful. I want to be successful at this. Or I want to do this and I want to do that. And whatever, whatever it is that you desire to be successful at, the number one question that you should question yourself is, what is success? And of course, I looked that up. Success is an accomplishment of an aim or purpose. And so when you want to be successful, you must first figure out what is success. Your definition. So I want to start out with a quote. The quote says, success is not final. Failure is not fatal. It is the courage to continue that counts. And that quote is by Winston Churchill. And so, again, as I began to delve into success and why so many people desire success, I ran across a few articles. And every article that I read all said you always have to question yourself about what will success look like. Personally, what does success personally look like to you? With that being said, three bullets, three points Three M's that we have to consider, that we have to question ourselves as it pertains to wanting to obtain success. Point number one is the motive behind the desire of success. Why do you want to be successful? Do you want to be successful because you want people to perceive you to be a certain way? Because you want to stunt on people? Does it have to do with you or does it have to do with how you want people to perceive you? It is very important for us to know what our motive, what is our drive, why, our why. Why do we want to be successful? Because why you want to be successful will ultimately determine whether or not you will be. My definition of success is to live each moment to the maximum with a positive attitude, smile, and genuine enjoyment for life while loving my family and the people around me and pursuing the plan and dreams that God has planned in my heart. And so when you ask yourself, well, well, what, what is my motive? Why do I want to be successful? And it can be in any, any area. You might want to have success over your finances. You may want to have success over um, in your career. You may desire to have success in your living situation, success in your marriage. There, there are many things that you desire to have success in, but it's all about why. And a lot of times based off of what I've read and just my daily interaction with individuals or conversations that I have with individuals, everyone's concerned about what people perceive them to be, what they what they look like and the funny thing is I was on Instagram just you know looking at what was going on last night and there was um I can't remember her name I know her name is Courtney and she's the one who runs the main choice if I'm not mistaken and the main choice is a hair product and she was doing a giveaway and the giveaway was like repost this and send me an email and I can pay your bills I'll pay your bill if you get basically it was a it's a contest it's a sweepstakes you have to your name has to be drawn but you had to repost tag people you know the daily type of contest that you see on social media and so I was reading the comments and I thought about reposting it 
And my number one reason was, well, I don't want people to think that I need my bills to be paid. But truth be told, whether you need your bills to be paid or not, would you or would you not like the fact that someone else came in and paid a bill and now you don't have to pay it? But our mindset about the perception of people will prevent us from doing a lot of things. And it was crazy because in the comments, someone did make a comment. They they were like, you know, I, I want people, I don't want everybody to know that I'm broke. I'd rather keep my brokenness in um, private. So can we exit out reposting the post? And some people replied to her original comment. However, it dawned on me that we we really are conscious about how people will perceive us regardless of what it is that we do if we do this how are people going to think and I think that is an important to an extent but it cannot be the daily determination that you need in order to say whether or not you're going to do something um people's ideologies and people's perspective on us resonate in our 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 soul and then we rob ourselves of opportunities and so therefore, going back to success, that could have been, that can be a success for some people. I'm pretty sure there's a lot of people who want their bills paid and they don't care what nobody think about it. But then there was just some other people who decided that they were just going to repost anyway, just because it was, they desire that one day they could bless someone like that. And so because she's given an opportunity, you may not have sent the email, but maybe you just repost it. So who cares if somebody thinks that, that you're broke? Are they hoping you pay your bills? Nine times out of 10, no. However, that was my initial thought, so I'm not taking it away from anyone else, but the point that I'm trying to make is that we are so gung-ho on what people will perceive of us that we rob ourselves of the opportunity to actually excel or actually go to or level up or be able to win something that was unexpected. So, number one, again, you know, our motive. What is our motive? Why, why do we want to be successful? You know, do you want to stun on someone? Do you, do you want, is it the people or do you really just want to be successful? Do you want people to see what you have or do you want to use what you have to bless other people? So what is your motive? Number two, the mindset you have about success. The mindset. As it pertains to your mindset, do you really feel like you can attain success in the area in which you desire to be successful? My number one example, I would say, is to get out of debt. You know, debt is just so, everyone's in debt. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not normal for, or it's not unrealistic that people are in debt. It can be debt from credit cards. It can be debt from student loans. It could be debt from... Any, you know, any type of debt that you have accumulated, it's not unusual that people are in debt. And so when you hear testimonies of individuals saying that I am debt free, of course, we know that there was work. They'll start saying they're debt free and this is what I had to do and God bless me or any situation like that. And it's like you desire to be debt free. Your spirit is filled up. You're ready. You're pumped. You're like, hey, I got someone tangible that said that I can touch, that I can talk to, that can relate to me, that can pour into me, that they're debt free. So why can't I be debt free? And then the moment that we realize that there's work that has to be put into it, 
then our mindset begins to change and we begin to to question our discipline. We we a lot of times begin to subconsciously question whether or not we deserve to be debt free and therefore we don't put in the work which doesn't even allow us the opportunity to be disciplined at something because we rob ourselves of the opportunity just by our thoughts. And your thoughts are important because one thing, matter of fact, this is probably one of the best quotes that I ever heard from my girl, Sarah Jakes. Y'all gonna hear me talk about her a lot because I mean, that lady is on fire. I call her auntie, auntie Sarah. That is my girl. She said, the greatest question you will ever answer will not come from those outside of you. The greatest questions that you will ever answer is how you respond to the fear and anxiety that lives within you. Our thoughts, how we subconsciously and consciously think about ourselves. Do you really feel like you can muster up the ability to attain financial freedom for you to be debt free? Whatever it is, do you feel like you deserve to be financially um, free? Do you feel like you deserve to have a successful marriage? Do you do, do you feel like you deserve to grow that natural hair out so it can be booty life, shoulder length? waist length I mean it can be small things too it doesn't have to be big things but everything comes to fruition based off of your mindset and in this case we're talking about success because I don't want to get off the topic but success do we really feel like we can be successful in the area in which we desire to be successful how will you feel when you reach success will it actually achieve what you want do you even know what you want And if you don't know what success looks like and feels like to you, personally, how can you achieve it? If we work hard, but we're disengaged and unfulfilled and miserable, then how can anything good come of it? It comes from our thoughts. You know, um, I read an article and it was called Eight Reasons Working Hard Won't Make It Successful. It was by a young lady named Abby Pullman. And she was just basically saying that we are used to hearing that you get out what you put in. Hard work pays off. And she says that we work hard because we strive for success. And as awesome as that may sound, what is success? 50 years climbing the ladder to become a director, working with every major brand or in the big four accountant firms, loathe your job and spending all your energy at work, but earn enough that it's worth it. In this same article, um, Abby says that we should let go of working hard for the sake of showing commitment or providing how reliable and dedicated you are. Work instead for your own growth, learning and satisfaction. Working hard is awesome if you know what you're working for and when you love it. So find the fuel for your own internal fire. Yes. She says that we still need external recognition from our peers or bosses if you're talking about going up the the corporate ladder. Um, But recognition needs to be the fuel, not the sole reason you stay in a job. Recognition is the same. Let's talk about, let's not even talk about a nine to five recognition. You get caught up in, I'll I'll use myself so no one gets offended about the podcast. And so I'm looking at these analytics and I'm wanting to know who is following and do I have comments and are they rating? And I want the recognition of people. I want people to repost my stuff. I want people to listen. I have the desire of people, but ultimately in my I enjoying what I'm doing? Am I doing it for the people or is am I burning the fuel that dwells within me? What do what do we see for ourselves? What what is our mindset about success? 
your mindset can go any way, any direction. My third point is the muscle you put in for success and the muscle is your work. So once you have defined what success is for you personally, your 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 motive behind wanting to attain the success and then your mindset about going forth to be successful in any in the area in which you desire to be successful, what's the muscle that you're willing to put in in order to attain the success? Another article that I read about the mindset is the right it's called the article is called the right mindset for success and it was an interview with a young lady her name is carol dweck she is a professor at stanford university the young lady who interviewed her her name is sarah green and there was a question that she posed to um professor dweck and she said so your research has shown that the talented people who find success have a growth mindset And she asked for her to tell us a little bit about what a growth mindset is exactly. And Professor Dweck said that, and I quote, let me start with a fixed mindset. A fixed mindset is when people believe their basic qualities, their intelligence, their talents, their abilities are just fixed traits. They have a certain amount and that's that. But other people have a growth mindset. She said that they believe that even basic talents and abilities can be developed over time through experience, mentorship, and so on. And these are the people who go for it. They're not always worried about how smart they are, how they'll look, what a mistake will mean. They challenge themselves and their ultimate goal is to grow themselves. To challenge themselves and I was just so inspired by that because it brought me to scripture and Acts 4 7 and it talked about um, if I'm not mistaken it was John and Peter and they went to deliver a message to the people and they weren't physically with Jesus anymore because he had ascended so they had him spiritually with them and there was a question that was posed basically the people were saying well who are you how do you have authority who are you to send this message what was pulled from that is that, you know, we, we're all questioned. I, I would even go back to um, my earlier statement with, you know, within ourselves because we, we decide that we don't want to go into something or we don't want to, for example, apply to a job because the job says you got to have this, you got to have that. And it's like, cool, cool, cool. I got that. I got that. And then you see that one statement that says preferably they got to have a PhD or I want you to have a master's or I want you to have this certification or I want you to have five or 10 or 15 plus years. And you're like, Oh, I had everything but that. And so you decide that you don't apply to the job because what is said on the paper did not equate. You didn't have enough um, education. You didn't have enough training. And in that case, when we're talking about John and Peter, it was like, who are you? Who are you to come and bring this type of message? Who are you? But ultimately, when it comes to the mindset, that's what we need to ask ourselves. Who are you? And then walk out who you know that you are, who God said that you are. It's all about the mindset of, of, of a thing. And not, your, not just necessarily your mindset on, I can do it, but your mindset that you will do it. Regardless, I may be fearful, but I'm going to go in it and I'm going to do it anyway. I'm going to go in there scared. So that mindset brings me to the third point. And the third point is the muscle you put in for success. And the muscle here equates to the work. What are you willing to do 
in order for you to be successful. A lot of us, believe it or not, really, once we realize the work that's required for us to put in, some of the time we just kind of fall off. We, we, we fall off. Because really, in order for us to change something, we have to be disciplined. So we got we have to do something that we're not used to doing and stick to it. Uh, I read something that said that the me- the method that works is the one that you'll stick to. And I thought that was so profound. I'll, I'll use myself as it pertains to working out. I, I think I shared with you guys on phase eight that I was going to go to the gym and I was going to go work out. And I didn't. I'm going to be honest with you guys. I did not. And... There's a lot of things in my mind that sounds really good. I want to do this. I'm going to work out. I'm going to Planet Fitness. I'm going to do this. I'm going to walk. I'm going to do that. Not to say that I won't do it, but I had just been completely ignoring the small steps and really inviting God into that area as well. And my first step was to get the hunger under wraps. So going into my intermittent fasting and really having an ear for God has helped me. And so when it is time for me to eat between 12 and 8, I'm just not eating crazy I'm eating something that's healthy. And so I'm training myself and I'm training my body to eat a certain way because you can work out all you want. But your eating is 80% of you actually losing weight. And so if you're working out but you're still eating like crap, I had to start there first. And so I was just so caught up and so discouraged about why do I not have the desire or why am I not motivated about working out what and and, and really it was... It was the muscle to be disciplined first with my eating habits. And so I was going about that thing backwards. And as I'm talking with you guys on this podcast, like God is just dumping that realization into me. So this isn't anything that I wrote down. He's speaking to me about my personal muscle, my muscle, you know, the work. I want to lose weight, but where is the area which I lack discipline? Because I can go to the gym, but if I'm eating bad, it defeats the purpose. And so he had to start with me there. But what is your muscle? What is it going to require for you to be successful in your area? If you desire to be successful in your marriage, a lot of people want to see, you know, want to have a successful marriage, but they're not willing to drop the ego. You know, a lot of a lot of my friends personally, um, you know, they all say, oh, I want a brand in and blah, 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 and all this and all that. And that's real cute. And that sounds real fun. But, you know, my brand, it might not be who you can handle. You know what I'm saying? Like, not to say that my husband is a bad guy. There's nothing wrong with him. I love him. You know, he is my husband. He is who God designed to be with me to spend the rest of my life with. However, how do you respond when you're Brandon? I'm just going to say you're Brandon because you want a Brandon. How do you respond when your Brandon is not doing or being who he originally was when you were dating? Do you respond the same way that he is? If he's not talking to you, will you just not talk to him and you guys walk around for three, four, five days not talking? What happens when, you know, he's not motivated what happens when he loses a job what happens when there's a shift in the relationship dynamic that is not the same that's an unfamiliar situation are you ready for that with your Brandon and the things that I'm talking about are things that we have experienced you know because the ideology of what a marriage is supposed to look like has been created from social media and memes and television and shows and all these different things and people are just not willing to put the muscle behind what it requires the work not only am i married but i'm happily married 
it's a difference. The same way when the, when when my single girls or my single single men they ask for husbands and they ask for wives or they ask for men and they ask for um, women and God's gonna give you exactly what it is that you want. You have to be specific about what it is that you want about your 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 desires because that will manifest. He will give you just that and it may not be exactly what you want, but ultimately. It depends on your muscle, your work behind having that successful marriage. You know, you want to get out of debt, but you don't want to stop shopping. There's nothing wrong with starting small, and that's the thing. I think that we are just so used to saying, oh, okay, well, my friend, she stopped doing this, or he stopped doing this, or whatever, so I'm just going to stop doing it. You cannot just cold turkey something. You have to ease yourself into that difference. Like I said earlier, the method that will work is the one that you'll stick to. Start small. There's nothing wrong with starting small. Because if you start big, the moment that you mess up, you lack the motivation to continue to follow through and you just fall off completely. And that's the reason why I'm just so grateful for God to start with. I'm starting with my small muscle. I'm starting with what I am feeding my body, what I'm feeding my temple. Um, And so what is your muscle? What is it going to require for you to be successful in the area in which you want to be successful in. And so just to recap our three points. Number one, the motive behind the desire of success. Number two, the mindset you have about success. And three, the muscle you put in for success. Before we end, I want to share with you guys um, an acronym that the Lord gave to me and it was just in the midst of a conversation that really didn't have anything to do with what I was studying or what I was listening to as I like to say I plug in at work and that's what I've been doing plugging into the word um something to just you know hear God and get my mind right and I was talking to my friend at work through I am and she was sharing some things with me and I said well we got to do more of this and we have to spend more time with God and we have to spend more time in the word and we have to more, more, the word more. And then I told her this because we, we joke and stuff like that on the I am. She'll say be right back or disregard, things like that. Um, but I said, I think God going to give me an acronym for more because I keep hearing more. Be right back. And he gave me this. Make our rights exist. Make our rights exist. And I said, make our rights exist. And so when you think about rights, you know, you can think about like the justice system and you can think about police brutality and people always saying exercise your rights. And so it's like, that sounds cool. Exercise your rights. But what if you don't know what your rights are? The only way for you to find out what your rights are, are to know the amendment. To read, to study, have it in your mind, remember it. So when you're ever faced with that opposition, you're able to operate and exercise your rights. And so our rights really, from what he was saying, is make our promises exist. See, God is not a God of person. You know, he, 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 he doesn't have favorites. So all his promises that he has in his word are for all of us. You just have to tap into them. And so you have to make your promises exist by tapping into them and exercising your promises. Know what God says about you and 
Say no to your insecurities. Say no to your fears and say no to your doubt because that's who you're going to be speaking to for the rest of your life. Because every time we step into a new season in our life, every time we are up against a new situation or a new circumstance, we're going to have some type of doubt that creeps in and we cannot dismiss the thoughts. Well, we can dismiss the thoughts. But we can't prevent them from coming, but we can respond to them differently because we have authority over those thoughts, over those negative thoughts. And so when you are feeling like the thought of you can't do that, you can't be disciplined, you did it before, don't be deceived. Know that you are able to attain what it is that your heart desires what it is that you want for your family, what it is that you want for your marriage, what it is that you want for your, for your finances, whatever it is that you want to be more successful in, you have to speak life to it. You can't speak to what it looks like. You can't be operating off of your five senses because that is just limited. You have to think and you have to reach beyond that. And once you practice that, then you'll be able to really begin to move forward and operate in the life that you desire for yourself. You will begin to obtain your definition of success. Well, I hope you all enjoyed the podcast. I pray that you all were influenced, that you were inspired, um, that you were motivated. And I just once again, just thank you all for tuning in and for listening and for being just a support, you know, to, to the, to the vision, to the blueprint that God has downloaded in me. And that's about it. As always, it is my heart that week after week, this will become a safe place where we can share our wounds, our experiences and our lessons. Before I close, make sure that you subscribe to the podcast, like, comment, and share. Thank you for joining me for another phase at the Complex. You can now listen to the podcast on Anchor FM, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, and Radio Public. You can gain access to all reference platforms by going to my Linktree website, which is spelled L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E forward slash U-N. D-E-R-C-O-N-S-T-R-U-C-T, the number one O-N. If you have not already, be sure to follow me on Instagram at under underscore construction underscore podcast for updates, the next phase, and daily encouragement posts. Until next time, you be blessed.